Hello and welcome to another episode of Skillshot Pincast. This is Kayla Greet. I'm Graham. Hey Graham, we're on episode 65 now. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. 65. <laughs> we made it's it. still alive. Yep. Um, today on the show we have a friend, Chase Nunes, here to visit with us and talk about all things Chase. Hi guys. Hey. Hello. Wasn't that radio voice he's got? I know, he's more polished than, than us. It's because he's had more practice. <laughs> That's it's just two words. I got a whole bunch more. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Oh man. Where to start? Well, Chase, you just told me uh, just a few moments ago how long you've been doing podcasting, like before it was really... It was just on its infancy that I, I got started in the in the whole podcasting world. I was at a, a computer LAN party down in Portland when a friend of mine was like, you know, Chase, you know, you got this voice for radio. You <laughs> should you should do something with it. And I was just like, I don't know, man. He's like, have you heard of podcasting? I'm like, yeah, I've kind of heard of it. And he's like, we should do something. So at the time, he was living up in Blaine, uh, and I was living in Everett. <laughs> and we did a, a podcast called Hoser Chat. Hmm. And that kind of evolved uh, over the years into various different topics. And, and now, about, what, 14, 15 years later, I'm uh, doing the Geek Gamer TV thing and uh, doing things about gaming, technology, and more pinball. And uh, that's where I'm at today, in a, in a nutshell. That's amazing. That's such a long time, <laughs> and it's yeah. so much content. Now, ho- hold the phone, though. Yeah. Hoser chat. Yes. Are you Canadian? So... No, uh, but uh, I have a ma- uh, many f- Canadian friends that uh, have unofficially adopted me as such. Oh. I, uh, That's rather nice. I, actually, you know, uh, getting into kind of the competitive pin- pinball aspect, uh, when, I, when I moved here, you know, and I did the computer land party thing for a while, uh, I started wanting to get back into one of my childhood favorite things was pinball. And so I got my first pinball machine. I, I bought it off uh, this guy off of Craigslist. It was an Earth Shaker. I think I picked it up in Mill Creek or something. I didn't know anything about uh, testing or, or anything like that. I just wanted to own this specific machine because it was my childhood. It, it's something that I, I used to play on all the time uh, growing up in the arcades and stuff. And so I got this machine and I started playing it, you know, and I'm like, you know, I wonder if there's any kind of leagues and there's, you know, competitive stuff around this. And so I got on the Google machines and the first thing I landed on was the VRPA. And I reached out at the time who was the president was Kyle Seller up there. And that was my first tournament, uh, my first meetup. I went over there. I went up there, I should say. And, uh, for me, I live up in Marysville, so it's it's easier for me sometimes to get to Canada, oddly enough, than it is mm-hmm. to even get to Seattle. And so after that, I found out about SPL and got involved with SPL. But uh, going up to Canada, yeah, um, kept the whole hoser thing. But yeah, no, my buddy was from Blaine, which is a stone's throw away from the border. Yep. And we're just uh, two hosers, if you will, just, just <laughs> chatting about tech and gaming, and it kind of just evolved from there. So just for the non-Western listeners, the VRPA is the Vancouver Regional Pinball Association. That's right, yeah. yeah. And they've been around for a while. Like longer than SPL, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they've been around for a long time, um, you know, and... Uh, they are they are great. I mean, obviously, I, I get to play against some of the world's best, um, and that's how I got to meet Robert and yeah. Eden and and all these great great guys. Um, and they're just, I mean, everybody in the pinball community is awesome. But you know, the, the VRPA to me, while I love the SPL and you know the great group of people that I've met through there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously they're my first pinball family, if you will. And so uh, they they've been great and supportive and. Uh, uh, just been a lot of fun. Awesome. 
Fantastic. Yes, pinball people are very inclusive, and so are Canadians. So yes, sure. that's true. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yes. And they got the poutine, they got the ketchup chips, and uh, uh, pop instead of soda. You know, yeah. all the good stuff. <laughs> well, so GeekGamer.tv uh, is yeah. prolific. Like, you've turned out... How, how many episodes have you done? I was just looking, and it's... It's well, a lot. So, so yeah. I mean, the the weekly pod have different channels. Yeah, the yeah. weekly gaming podcast. Uh, you know, it, it kind of sunsetted uh, about a year and a half ago, and it, it just, I feel it just kind of ran its course. Uh, we did about nearly three hundred episodes of that podcast. Hmm. Uh, it changed names over the years. Obviously, it started as Hoser Chat and became a con- Control F Twelve and Geek Gamer Weekly. All these oh. different names. Nice, um, but. Uh, so that podcast, you know, the weekly podcast went away. I also did a gaming podcast for a while called Minecraft Me, which was all about Minecraft. Yeah. And it got really popular. Um, and for a time, uh, one year, we were nominated for uh, podcast gaming podcast of the year, which was kind of neat. Yeah, uh, fantastic. We, yeah, we were getting featured on iTunes. It was pretty nuts. But for me... I'm much more than Minecraft, uh, <laughs> and I, w- I felt like I was starting to get a little pigeonholed in regards to that. Um, and so one of the things I started to do was venture out into uh, doing other things like convention coverages and you know reviews and other types of things. So uh, like in 2012, 2013, 2014, I was doing I went to E3, CES, uh, you know, uh, all these big things, and then. Uh, kind of how pinball got involved with this whole thing, since yeah. this is a pinball podcast. Let's bring it back home. Got to, got to bring it back <laughs> home, like a true professional. Uh, is I, w- I had this equipment. I have this something called the Live View, and mm. what this thing is is it's a it's a production studio basically on your backpack. It has the ability to connect to cellular signals. So uh, what that means is you can take a video source, like a camera plug it into this backpack and you could broadcast from everywhere Mm. now this is before the days of lte uh, you know and where everybody can stream to facebook now on their phone sure this is basically we had this equipment for e3 and i got it a day ahead of time because literally the next day or two days later we're going to head down to los angeles so i had it over the weekend and just so happened that same weekend was i believe the first year that the Northwest Pinball Championships were held in Marysville. Oh, wow. Yeah. In my backyard, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just like, this is great. Uh, and so I took the uh, the live view and uh, I said, hey, you, you guys mind if we you know broadcast this and stream this? Uh, now, th- at the time, we were not prepared. We were honestly just testing the yeah, live view. Yeah, give me a test drive. We wanted to, to know if we could do this. And so... It was very crude, uh, and they had a camera set up over Jackbot. And at the time, uh, Kaylee uh, had this uh, in just incredible game. I mean, and it's it's out there; people could still watch it. Uh, and I had my microphone equipment and everything set up, but we didn't have a direct feed from the camera. Mm. We literally took a television, turned it on its side stuck it on a chair, we took the camera, aimed it at the screen, <laughs> but people were able to watch this stream live and and watch it. And uh, I, Bowen was there, and I said, hey, uh, Bowen, you want to 
here here you go let's <laughs> let's do this and so uh we got bones recording and then what uh they were actually recording from the camera above mm-hmm. and so uh they were able to take the video splice it up with the audio and you know you had your your actual professional looking thing that people were able to watch on youtube afterwards um but that kind of lit the spark um because the following year uh 2013 if my math is right um pinberg uh was this was the first year of the papa circuit finals uh, the, mm. their whole circuit thing and so they had the finals which was a, a day before pinberg started on a thursday and the papa uh, team over there was very uh welcoming and warm um and actually helped me bring my Essentially, my broadcast equipment from Washington State, I mean, I shipped my computer ahead of time. I have a Mac Pro as my main production computer. They helped me get it over there ahead of time. And Bowen and I, basically the day leading up to the tournament, we were driving around town getting last-minute odds and ends and stuff. And uh, I performed the inaugural broadcast of the Papa Circa Finals uh, from from Pimberg. And this was really the first major... I mean, I know Papa have been doing videos and stuff online before, but, like, the real first, like, long, like, long-term, eight- to nine-hour broadcast of the circuit final, we saw Daniele Echari just do an incredible feat. I mean, I think he was, like, a number 19 seed, and he ended up winning the whole thing. Nice. And we had it on, on there... Uh, Twitch featured us on their homepage. Ustream featured us on their homepage when people still use Ustream. <laughs> uh, and so uh, it was an amazing thing. And uh, uh, that weekend, uh, I uh, also helped them produce their Kickstarter video for Papa TV. Um, hmm. That was actually my camera and audio equipment. Oh, man, how cool. Yeah, so there there was some really cool things um, that happened that weekend. Uh, for me personally, I played in Pinburg and I and I jokingly said, "Hey, we'll have finals. Uh, you know, we'll have Pinburg video coverage as long as I'm not in the final." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut yourself in the foot in a good well, way, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, well, I, I did Pinburg the year before, and I had a great time. I didn't really do well, but I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I uh, had a great time uh, 2013 because I ended up winning Division C. That's nice. awesome. So, yeah. so it was it was a good year and things were rolling well. And then you know life happens and um, uh, without getting too specific, just some personal things that happened in my life that really uh, really threw me off. Uh, it threw me out of life. It threw me out of pinball. It threw me out of a lot of things. And it's it's taken me literally five years to kind of slowly get back into this um and it all started really um uh i I forget what it was that kind of got me back into it maybe with life becoming stable again uh but i was hanging out uh at um i was at the like inaugural another castle launch party that they had up in marysville when they opened up uh, Mm -hmm. in that old northwest pinball championship space Yeah, the same space huh right (laughs) um and i believe it was dave stewart uh who who uh presented a, a proposition for me, he says, "Hey, you know, we're doing we we're doing this uh, uh, this seminar. We want to do the seminar this this champion versus champion seminar. Robert versus Ray. Hmm. Uh, how'd you like to host it?" And and I was like, "Okay, that sounds like fun. Sure, you know why not? It, it'll help me kind of get back into it." And then there, uh, then uh, I don't know who it was or what order it was, but then it was like, "Oh, um, by the way, um, we are." Um, 
wanting to know if you'd be interested in helping stream the Northwest Pinball show, the Northwest Pinball Arcade Show, all the seminars. Because mm-hmm. the guy that they were doing had to do them last year, they didn't have them this year. And they said, hey, would you willing to do that? I'm like, okay, let me add more things to <laughs> right, my play. Right. Uh, and so uh, I did it. And uh, I don't know I, I don't know how much more you want me to keep going on it. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. I'm talking off everybody's ear here. No, I mean, that's... what a way to get back into it, too. Just like, yeah. take that entire weekend. And... Well, I got to tell you, I mean, I, and you can ask my wife this, I was... I was extremely nervous, uh, extremely petrified. Um, a lot of people may not know that. Uh, you know, I, 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 I go back and watch the video every once in a while, um, just to kind of look at it from a technical perspective. Uh-huh. Because for me, I, I, first off, I, I can't say enough about the the awesome people at the show and Tommy and Dave and Mike Lorraine and all these incredible people uh, who helped make this a success. And on top of that, my friends who came up from Portland, Oregon, uh, who, uh, you know, have been friends with me since the computer days, uh, who helped me on the Geek Gamer TV stuff, they were also there because I couldn't be backstage keeping an eye on the computer and the mm-hmm. stream while hosting up front. Yeah, you um, can't quite clone yourself yet. Right. <laughs> and so uh, there was a part in the beginning of the seminar planning stage that I knew that it was is going to be too much for me alone to handle as far as the hosting duties. And so I talked to Dave Stewart and I was like, well, I would like to get a co-host, you know? And so the search went on uh, and we uh, found Ashley Weaver and she was phenomenal and she was a great partner in, in doing this. And I have a feeling you might be hearing uh, her more soon in regards to pinball and geek gamer TV stuff. But Very uh, awesome. But yeah. So our last episode, we I had talked quite a bit about the the Northwest show, and I intentionally omitted the part where you hosted that inaugural like player versus player, yeah, so that I could yeah. hear it from you and say. <laughs> so I mean, the the planning stage. You know, a lot of people, uh, some people didn't like uh, the. How would you put it? Maybe the format of it. You know, maybe they wanted to see them just do a straight game head to head. And Ashley and I, you know, we 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 seeked input from uh, Dave and 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 <laughs> and a whole bunch of people. Um, but it was it was one of those uh, situations where uh, we wanted to try to create a, a presentation that was not only entertaining but showed off the skills of these two incredible players um, and not bore everybody mm-hmm. because we both know that either Ray or Raymond can have an incredible ball on attack from for Mars and really go time. for half an hour. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to make it, we wanted to do a presentation that kind of showed off their skills and be able to kind of sprinkle in the questions throughout mm-hmm. And overall, we got some great positive feedback. And on the technical side, it looked great on the stream. I, I you know, I mean, it was everything that I, uh, I would have hoped it would be. Me being the you know critical guy, you know, hyper analyzing everything. You know, we're like, oh, we could do that better. And I'm already thinking about next year if we're asked to do this again. Um, you know, I don't know if we'll have the these two same guys do it, or we get two other champions, mm-hmm. or. Um, I don't know, uh, or maybe it's a one-time deal, uh, but it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you always try to s- strive to do better, and that's, you know, what I'm kind of focused on, and that kind of being the catalyst for me to get back into actually doing something that I kind of wanted to do from beginning, you know, wh- why I took my equipment down the to uh, Pittsburgh, it was to broadcast pinball, and now since then, 
there are loads of of great pinball broadcasters. You know, Buffalo Pinball, IE, Dead Flip, you know. IE Pinball. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, I think IE was the first time I saw Telestrations on a stream. Yeah, which I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that's Carl, right? Carl yeah, Angel. Well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, no, I mean, some incredible things, and uh, I I see a a huge. I wouldn't. Ca- I don't know if you call it a need or um, availability or. Um, I mean, I this this is one of the things that I personally am, am you know I'm thinking about sharing again. I mean, I was thinking about do, sharing this soon, but I'm also sharing it on your show exclusive. And oh, all very nice, yeah. But for, for for me, I see a a potential huge opportunity that in some ways is kind of being wasted in regards to pinball and broadcasting and showing it off to people, and that is. You know, while pinball, uh, you know, uh, Buffalo Pinball and Dead Flip and IE Pinball, you know, they they have some incredible looking presentations. I try to look at it from a perspective of if I'm flipping through the channel and I stumble across pinball, what's going to compel me to stay? Mm-hmm. Is it going to is it going to be the quality of the stream? Is it going to be the quality of the broadcasters? Um, you know, those those types of things, and you know, and I see. You know how Rocket League and all these great computer esports games, Dota. You know they have these huge esports followings, and you know ESPN and all these things. But pinball's just not on the map. But pinball's not yet. on the map, and it really should be. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is you got some people. And by the way, I'm not saying any of the aforementioned people are under this category. However, it's it's like. There needs to be a little bit of investment, and mm-hmm. you know that's why I'm taking my time very slowly, building up equipment that I need to do a professional stream. I mean, just like come out of the gate swinging. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of not just that, but like you know, really think about presentation and 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 think about your audience, and you know, explain, uh, not just make it like, oh yeah, I know this guy. This is this is cool, and you know, I'm just gonna like. You know, just not take it as seriously, if you will, but play like just give it a great presentation factor, um, and then you just, know, just try to elevate it to the next level, right? Of, like, yeah, making it so casual that you're like, oh, I could just take it or leave it. Kind of thing. I mean, there there was there was um, there was a bit of con. I, I don't know if you call it controversy or not, but uh, Dev Flip on Twitter uh, tweeted out something about you know how he was disappointed. Uh, with the IFPA World Championship stream. And I believe Buffalo Pinball, they drove across the border mm. and they talked about, you know, hey, uh, you know, the and, and the quality wasn't that great. It, there was like, I think, just one camera on the play field. There wasn't anything on the players. Um, things like that. Um, and, you know, he mentioned something along, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he mentioned something along the lines of, you know, it needs to be treated with a little bit more professionalism, especially when you're talking about a world championship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, you, if you're going to have darts on television, if you're going to have ultimate Frisbee on TV, uh, I, I think, like, w- you can do the same thing for pinball, but there has to be a certain level of, if it doesn't meet a minimum standard, then you might actually be causing more harm than than good. And And, you know, for me... I always like sometimes maybe I over obsess on quality, uh, and you know uh, there's only of course only so much I can afford as well. You have to balance yeah. the quality with the affordability factor and all that stuff. So, so for me, you know, I, I have some people that um, 
do want to help and, and want to see what, what we can do. And, and I'm just going to focus on the Northwest. I mean, that's this is where I am. This is my home. I know incredible players and oh, people. Yeah, there's no shortage of great players. No, here. I mean, but the, and there needs to be coverage. I mean, there needs mm-hmm. to be coverage of the Northwest Championships. There needs to be coverage of the Vancouver Flipout. There needs to be uh, coverage of come uh, to Babes and Pinland one night. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, like women's tournaments mm-hmm. and 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 uh, down in ground control. You know, um, there's all these great yeah. huge events in the Northwest, and no one's really covering it. And now I understand also that you know it's not all free either, but I'm a believer of, you know, if you have the quality and you show off what you can do, sponsors will come. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, wow, this is a good setup. How can we get on your stream to get the word out about our product or our thing or whatever the case? And then it's just a rising tide floats all boats. Right. And I want to be clear here. You know, I would love to be able to quit my job and and be a professional pinball broadcaster and tour the U.S. (laughs) and talk about the latest and greatest but for me, it's not about that. It, you know, I part of me, honestly, do does want to give back as far as show off how cool the, the community can be and how great pinball can be. Um, and at the same time, I also see a potential. I mean, I mm-hmm. see like, like I said, you know, you see Dota, you see all these big esports things. What's going on with pinball? I mean, uh, it, it can happen. And you know, I've been patiently waiting. You know, maybe the last five years to see what would happen, and nothing is really kind of pushed it up and i think it's time and so i'm going to slowly do it and you know if other people pass me that's great um, i don't care you know i'm just right. gonna i'm just gonna try to, to do my best and and kind of get back into things and hopefully not piss off people along the way that's mm-hmm. that's my goal anyway that's about all you can ask for that's true yeah. i mean like so two years at Pen- two years ago at penberg there was that espn coverage um so they put that in espn sports magazine or one of the magazines yeah but um it was a coverage of like Helena Walker, um, Robert, Keith, like all the like top, like yeah. Tom McCullough, yep. they get, all got like a, a, pic, a like really goofy picture of them as if they were standing in front of a machine, but it wasn't there. So lots of just like crouching <laughs> stances. Yeah, yeah, posing, yeah. But that came out in ESPN. I thought that that was going to start like kind of kickstart off of this like interest in quote unquote more serious sports coverage towards pinball. Well, I mean, pinball, of course, though, it, I can understand it's a kind of a hard thing to try to broadcast, right? Because, you know, you could have potential balls that go for 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. We'll be right back, you know? And it's <laughs> like, no, you can't really do that. Uh, but I, I still think, though, there's a way to showcase it. I mean, obviously, I'm going to go ahead and stream everything right now because this way it allows me practice for for my for my announcing craft but not only that but for the technical side of it uh but you know there might be a situation where it has to be maybe formatted a different way a formatted for television Mm -hmm. if you will uh you know where maybe instead of four player games you go head to head on maybe one or two balls or something i mean i don't know what the answer is on that or you can leave it leave it up as it is and you know but then again, it has to come back to the overall presentation. You know, are you have do you have good announcers on the mic, or are you just grabbing anybody you can find? Right, there is um, a mix of that for sure. I've been on plenty of streams in the past like number of years, and for SPL, it's just like, oh, Kayla, are you out of the tournament now? You want to come just jump on here because there's so many people that know what the rules of the games are right. that can kind of jump in. But then once you're sitting in front of a microphone. It's a much different thing to keep an, an audience entertained by right. 
it's like, okay, how many times can I talk about disc multiball and Tron before I'm bored? You know? <laughs> well, and that's the thing, right? It, it, it's not about, dare I say, it's not about you. Right. Uh, it, no, it, I it, it, like, know. I know. I know what yeah. I meant. But, but like, and actually your, your job, while it is maybe to entertain a little bit, I mean, you, you need to have that balance. Like, you know, I keep going back to Pinberg a bit uh, because I did a lot of announcing and I had a lot of different people with me. I had Bowen, of course, who was very knowledgeable, but there were times where he had to do tournament duties. And like Greg Dunlap uh, stepped in and we, we called a couple of games. And that was that was some of the best fun I had uh, just because there was, there was a balance. You know, he was talking about some of the technical aspects of the player. I would talk mm-hmm. about the rule aspects and kind of give the person watching at home what is this game? What's the object? You know, what are they going to be doing? Um, and then, you know, obviously you sprinkle in personal stories. Like, right. you know, if you listen to a baseball on the radio, they don't mm-hmm. just call balls and strikes. They kind of go in the background of the player, you know, how or how the conditions are today. You know, just you got to learn how Color. to kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that we also did is we sprinkled in, you know, interviews. We had Nicole talking about the pinball outreach project and, um, we had a lot of different things to kind of schedule up, and that's where the planning comes into play. You know, it's not just a broadcast because you're going to have dead time. You're going to have people changing machines, or you're going to take oh, sure. a break, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. So you kind of look at it from a producer's pro- uh, production perspective. You know, I I've had the the great uh, luck of uh, working for a local TV station for the past few years, and I've learned a lot not only on the technical side but also just dealing with anchors and reporters and how presentation is done and uh, graphics and so i that's that's really what i'm, I'm kind of trying to get myself into once i get over some of the fear and stress because you know um i mean the whole pinberg thing while it, it started off well uh there was some controversy um after that you know there there were there were people accusing me of of holding on to Pinberg videos and hmm. things got really messy for me and I got a lot of harassment. Um, and at a time in my life where I not only was getting kind of harassed about things, um, I had a lot of personal shit. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, it's fine. yeah, a lot of personal stuff happening in my life. And I, I, I just, I complete, I mean, I kept my pinball machines, of course, I right. would never sell them, but I completely got off the scene. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I got out of the leagues, both of them. I, it's I too much. it like- was, it was too much. And, you know, I, um, and I know there's some people out there that may not believe me. Uh, they, you know, they, they may think that, you know, I've been, I was holding on. I mean, basically the, 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 the cliff notes version of the story is during the Pinberg finals, not, not the Papa circuit final, but the, the actual Pinberg final, I was not at the computer. I was not at the controls. Um, and, uh, when I was playing division C other, uh, I basically just turned on the stream and I was like, I can't pay attention to that right now. I'm playing pinball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, there were some issues and complications in getting that video, uh, from my providers at the time, because at the time I was not a partnered person, uh, like in Twitch or, or Ustream, basically archives go away after a certain period of time. There was uh, some technical issues in gathering video and, and people, you know, people think what they want to think. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, that on top of personal stuff drew, drove me away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I've seen how much it's grown so much in the broadcast side, that, you know, I want to try doing this again, but I'm going to do it slow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do it right and bring in people uh, that believe in what I'm trying to do. And not only that, but can just have fun with it and and uh, just, just go with it. 
And that's just such a silly thing to get bent out of shape about. Like, what benefits you for holding on to Pinberg Finals tapes? Like, well, you know, people like I mean, sell them at on the, the black market. Well, I mean, at the same time, Papa was doing their Kickstarter project for Papa TV, and um, you know. I don't know if there was confusion that, yeah, in the rewards that they set up. Oh, I see. Um, but it was one of those situations where um, people thought I was holding it hostage for financial gain or anything like that. No. I, I, I mean, and I've said this on many Facebook posts because I've, I've gone and extended out explanations at nauseum about this. But it's, it's one of those things where, for me, I wish I had it. The, it would be much easier, <laughs> you yeah. know. It'd be much easier just to be like, "Here, Here you is. go." Mm-hmm. Um, now there was some slowness in the release of the circuit final video. Now there are some broadcasters that will they they do a stream right, and they just put their entire nine ten hour stream up on YouTube, for example. I think that's terrible. Uh, I'm sorry if you do that, and I understand time is of the essence, but. It depends on what your focus is, right? If you're just doing this for fun and you're just throwing it up there, all right, that's cool. But for me, it's also a reflection of my work, right? And so I split it up in the different rounds. And I put it in 15, 20-minute bite-sized mm-hmm. things where people can, oh, I, I'm going to do round one. I'm going to watch round one. I'll do round two tomorrow, and that's the next video. You know, kind of thing. S- split it up. Uh, and, and Yeah, make it episodic. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also added in, you know, graphics and music and had a nice presentation to it because... I look at the full total package. You know, it's not just the stream. It's it's your graphics. It's your announcers. It's and then your post stuff. Like you know, your stream's one thing, and then I'm gonna have a nice presentation for posting afterwards. And they may not come right away because I'm just one guy doing yeah, all the editing. Things take time. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, I I look at the full thing, and you know, for me, it's it's about quality. It's about treating it right with respect. I mean, you see a lot of YouTubers. You know, they create videos. It takes them days if not weeks to edit a, a five to ten minute video now mm. obviously pinball broadcasting might be a little easier because it's maybe maybe cut one end cut on the other you know trim it up mm-hmm. but then you have to encode yeah add your graphics it's like doing a podcast you know you got to edit change your sound levels mm-hmm. add in your bumpers whatever you're doing so so yeah it's just a big big road for me um in regards to pinball and, and doing this and um, i'm very happy that i have a supportive wife and and good friends that that want to do this and um you know we'll see where it goes uh but for me i'm just trying to take it slow just because of how it went down before (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to go down that path so excellent so i was wondering how you feel about tilt bob cams tilt bob cams on a stream where you can actually see the tilt mechanism swinging as the person plays the game i have mixed (laughs) opinions okay um if it looks decent and you can identify what you're looking at, I think that's fine. I don't think it needs to be on the stream the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the technology where you could pop it in and pop it out, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Like you could have someone being a tilt cam mom- monitor and be like, oh, you should throw that in there. Or if someone does a big shake, then throw oh, it Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's something simple. You know, if you kind of know what you're doing when it comes to streaming, you can hit a button and have that shot kind of sweep in and go, wow, man, he really shaked the machine there or she, whatever, <laughs> uh-huh. and then have it, you know, slide back. I'm, you know, for me, there, there are some things on streams that kind of turn me off when it, when it comes to, and, and I want to be clear, this is not about like casual streams. 
uh, I think there's two different categories. You, you mm-hmm. know, you're talking about your casual streams, like Deadflip does. You know, he's he's at a convention, sets up a camera at the Stern booth, you know, playing, you know, uh, Guardians, for example, and, you know, is having people... Con- that's different. But when you're doing, like, a professional, in my opinion, tournament-style stream, less distraction, the better. And I feel if you have a camera of the announcers, you have a camera of a tilt bob, you have this, that you have like 20 different things on the screen. They're all competing for space, busy. yeah. Right, it's way busy. Uh, and it's one of those things where less is more, but I think you still need to have the basics. So you need to have your score, you need to have a, a camera of the player, and you mm-hmm. need to have a play field camera. Um, anything at, anything you can add additionally is, is gravy, of course, but focus on the basics. Um, and uh, just kind of go from there. But I think, you know, adding in those unique shots are great. Mm-hmm. Are they required? Nah. Uh, but it can be distracting. I mean, I, I think you kind of have to look at it and, you know, what your target audience is. You know, some people uh, may, like, I think a, a good example, maybe to have it up for a whole ball, if you will, maybe would be like an EM machine where if you tilt it, you're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either, game, yeah. Your game is over. Yeah. So maybe you might want to have that up there. And then give that, maybe put a little graphic next to it. Tilt, game over. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, oh man, is he going to tilt? You know, so it the adds something. Higher. The stakes are higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, when you're, if say, if you're playing Attack from Mars or Demolition Man or something like that, it's like that thing's gonna be swinging the whole time. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, I mean, do we? It's like okay, you know, it's like so. I think it just it depends. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I would say no. Well, I, I'd like to ask a question as well. Uh, you spoke a lot about. Uh, how we have this opportunity with uh, broadcasting of pinball um, to build the audience for pinball at large, right? The participation, the excitement around it. Um, And I I think you're absolutely right. Uh, When I think about that sort of thing, in particular, I think that uh, about how a lot of people don't recognize how much skill and finesse goes into it. So being able to teach them how to save what they thought was an unsavable ball is huge. Uh, But kind of the flip side because you kept mentioning like dota and various other uh um you know games that have the these big uh uh followings followings yeah Yeah. uh pinball uh is relatively static in terms of visuals um for just somebody watching at home versus like fighting games and right yeah or like fortnite or something yeah Yeah, exactly well i i think you know like I would eventually love to get to a place where I I have a support staff, right? And I <laughs> and I have uh, somebody in a quote unquote truck sure. being able to throw some graphics up on the screen at will, you know? Right. I'm not at that stage because a lot of it's either me or just me and one other guy. You know, it's it's, it's very difficult to do. But I feel you know, it, let's say if I had like the unlimited amount, uh, like for Dota money or ESPN money or whatever. Sure. You could say, for example, have graphics up on the screen uh, that are easy to see for you and I to know. All right, this guy is this close away. Uh, this maybe a few shots away from his wizard mode, or he's a shot away from lock. You know, informational things that can be shown to the player that a normal DMD will not show, mm-hmm. uh, or you might not be able to pick up on camera, where you and I and everybody knows. All right, yeah, lock is lit. But for the average normal person watching at home, they may not know, say, Whirlwind, for example. They may not sure. know that all right, they have the lock shots of the ramp over there, but they may not be able to see it. Now, the announcer might talk about it, but if you can throw a graphic up and say lock is lit or you know have a green light pop up somewhere in, on the screen, 
off the play field, you know, like in a dead space, empty space. Information, you know, being able to Absolutely. to throw in the player's name and their their overall ranking and then slide it out again, you know, kind of like with you baseball, you know, mm-hmm. just have things just ready stats. to go yeah. and just things to throw up informational to the player and go, all right, we're going to talk real quick, one minute about Whirlwind. Here are the objects of the game. Here's the things you might want to take a look for. Uh, the players can be hitting the directional arrows and the compass rows, you know, just talking about it. I think, you know, if if you're able to present that to the audience in a way where, you know, because not everybody watching your stream is a pinball expert. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, there's people who can who are really deep into pinball and look at a play field and say, oh, they've done A, B, and C. Right. Exactly. But, but if you're tuning in, you're like, what the right. hell is he doing? Yeah, he's yeah. flipping. I know he's flipping. Uh-huh. He's no. trying to get the high score. Yeah, that's a lot of there's a lot of excellent points there because like when I when I describe it as static, I mean like at at least to the untrained eye, it's static. And if yeah, you can open, yeah. if you can unlock it for somebody, that changes the whole game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and that's where, you know, I was trying to add Pinburg, uh, the circuit finals, mm-hmm. is in between rounds, because I knew that they were getting machines ready, and they had to get players, and they gave players a few minutes, that that was a perfect opportunity to grab a player, t- talk to them about their experience, you know, how, you know, what they did to get to that point, what they're thinking about, and show a little bit of the person, or the player, the person behind the player, if you right. will, mm-hmm. Um and, and show that, you know, hey, we'll, we'll take questions. And, you know, that's, for, for me, I'm trying to not only reach the pinball audience, but also reach the general audience and, and, and show them this is why this is cool. Mm-hmm. It's more than just flipping a ball. There's so much skill involved here. And mental gymnastics. I mean, <laughs> gosh, you know, I mean, just you got players that listen with headphones because they want to try to block out the outside world, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's a lot of distraction when you're playing pinball. It's not like your golf where everything's quiet and you know. Right. right so here is yeah. Kaylee now. He is going for the lock, and he is yes, he has gotten the lock. You know, it's like no, you're not going to get that. I mean, and that's another thing too. It's like, do you treat it as exciting as a Dota final? And you know, the announcers go crazy, and they know all the players mm-hmm. backwards and front, and they know the maps, and they know everything. Or do you treat it like? Hey Kayla, let's just uh, let's do just uh, right. let's just do announcing of this. Uh, and you know, we're not going to be too serious about it, or you know, what's the overall goal? And, and for me, I just want a nice professional stream with good commentary, good graphics, good camera shots, and just not try to overdo it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I did just start <laughs> to have like this dream-like fantasy of where a ball could be holding a camera with inside inside it and oh it's a clear goodness. ball and you can just kind of follow the path of the ball like as it goes through the machine that would be amazing if well, one could do that you would have to have a like gyroscope within right. it and that will change the nature of how that ball will roll <laughs> totally. unfortunately but you know i I've, I've thought about things like you know so players like well what if you put a co-pro on a player sure absolutely mm-hmm. what what if you stick a, a camera inside the machine other than a tilt bob mm-hmm. absolutely like by, down by the apron or something right like, like an yeah, so, uh, an apron shot, shot or or a reverse shot. Like uh, 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 2014, there was a how to play pinball at uh, PAX. And I was asked to be one of the panelists talking about the broadcasting side. Not a lot of people asked, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we did do is we set up a GoPro. Uh, the, the machine that we had set up for demonstration was Tron. 
uh, Kaylee and Bowen were, were doing some demonstrations on it. And we set up a GoPro on top of the recognizer area, mm. shooting back at the player. Mm-hmm. That's now, cool. Now, we couldn't do the switching live, but if you go back and watch the video, we I, I, I edited it in, sprinkled in those reverse shots. So it adds a different perspective uh, to the game. And, and I think that's another thing that, that can definitely be innovative is to bring you know not only that static overhead shot, but not be afraid to sprinkle in different camera angles, not just tilt bob stuff, but different angles of the action. We're all used to watching pinball, you know, vertically. But bird's eye view. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, I was talking to uh, just today. I was talking to one of our graphics guys uh, at the station I work at, and he goes, you know, the our eye goes from left to right typically, you know, here in North America, and whatever you're looking at, center or left, is usually a priority thing, mm-hmm. you know. But for pinball, the table's on the right. And, I mean, he's asking me, well, what do you want the concentration to be on, the player or the play field? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, probably the play field. I think that's a little bit more. I mean, player's important, absolutely important. Sure. So, you know, I'm working with him to try to come up with maybe a better, different layout. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. You know, because of just how human nature and how we, we look at things on a screen. You know, we go left to right. You know, what's the most important thing? And if the play field's the most important thing, maybe it shouldn't be on the right side. Maybe it should be dead center and sprinkle score and other camera views throughout. So, huh. there's well, even with those different camera angles inside the game, I think because I've seen so many streams where people like depending on their stance, they kind of block the camera oh, yeah. from above. Yeah, or you can't you can't even see the flippers. So. Oh yeah, and and you know you're you're gonna have that. I mean, there were there were guys uh, uh, at Pinburg where they were. They had hats and really big hats, you know, right. and uh, and so you, you you try to figure it out, and you know if uh, if you have to make an adjustment, you make an adjustment, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, you know, that's where you know a good announcer and a, and a good team is able to work around that. It doesn't have to be the end of the world uh, because you'll still should be able to see the score. You should be able to still piece together some of the things that are going on and and just talk about what's going on. So I think there's ways to work around that too. Cool. I have one other question. Um, so just like when you're streaming in a tournament and you're like, oh, there's all these big players that I want to cover and like, oh, Bowen's on this game or Elwin's on this game. But like if you hear about an underdog having like an amazing game, like do you switch to that right away? And how do you find, how do you have people to kind of like whisper that information back to you? So before, it, uh, the technology I think wasn't quite there to easily switch between machines. Now, obviously at Pimberg or the circuit final, there was just one group, one machine at a time. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at a tournament situation, I don't know. I, I think you might be able to look at this like from a golf perspective where you're following a group of players uh, for a bit and then maybe checking in, quote-unquote, on other groups of players. And I, and I think that's kind of how golf handles it mm-hmm. because you got different golfers doing different things at different times. Same thing goes in a tournament situation where you may have something incredible going on. Now that we have the ease of being able to switch sources a little bit easier, you know, with with video switching and remotes and things like that, you know, you should be able to within literally seconds go, mm-hmm. all right, so looks like this game right now, Bowen's got this game well in hand, but we're going to switch over to Jackbot right now because Kaylee is pulling up an incredible game going through Casino Run right now, and then you should be able to switch over to it. The question, though, is, is this something your audience would want? Right. Mm. Uh, and it's because I, I don't think it's really been done. <laughs> and so is it better to stay on one game and focus on that group until its completion, or are we supposed to be chasing the action? 
For me, this is where I also pull in some of the baseball aspects. I'm concentrating on this specific game. I need to follow this specific game to completion. And if there's still something happening after that completion, let's go to it. Kind of like if you're watching, say, the Seahawks on Sunday morning. Let's say they're in the early game, and they finish way early, right? Like, you know, it was a quick game for some reason, and they have, like, what, 20, 30 minutes left to the next game. All right, we've got bonus coverage now. We're going to go to New York and see what the Giants are doing. Well, you know, you can kind of do that here. I, I, mm. I think it just really depends on the goal of the broadcast. I mean, mm-hmm. do you want to switch around? Do you want to stay? But to have that flexibility, I think, is also important. Yeah, because that's the hard part about Twitch is that you have when you have a big following, there's all sorts of people. Like I noticed, especially when watching like the Women's World Champion, that they're like, oh, they have you know their favorites that they want to watch. Like I want to see how Carly's doing. I want to see how the and the, that chat pops up and people are voting like live time. Like hmm. go to this person, go to that person. It's like you so kind of have to be diplomatic. So, about so it, this I guess. is so this is another thing that I've been. I wouldn't call it hard planning, but I've I've had it in the back of my mind. I, I have a li- like a notepad at home where when ideas kind of pop in my head, I'll just write them down real quick so I don't forget them. And one of those ideas was multi. And that's it, you guys. I'll yeah. see you guys later. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy. Uh, apparently, apparently that's where our last episode ended. It's a placeholder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, since we're talking about it, I'll probably leave that in. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, but no. Um, one thing I thought about, like YouTube supports multi-camera streaming, where uh, you could be your own director and switch between. And so, one thing I've thought about is, if you have an eight-game tournament setup, you have you have one stream, which is your think of it as your main broadcast stream, where you have announcers uh, and you have the full production, if you will. But let's say you wanted to follow a player. Um, you would have eight concurrent streams happening at the same time, and you're like, oh, I know that this guy or gal is playing on a different machine. You just select that camera, and you can just watch them play. Mm-hmm. No announcement and no no you know play-by-play, if you will, but at least you can follow the player. Um, that technology is there. It's just a matter of money uh in time and and putting in those resources but that that capability is there i mean youtube supports it right now twitch doesn't but youtube does and you can ha- you know have multiple cameras on a on a live stream if you have the bandwidth and the and the horsepower to do it hmm. i've been thinking about you know is there a way to formulate it with a raspberry pi trying to get not to get too technical or like mm-hmm. a little mini computer or something but then you need the bandwidth for it but it's technically possible and you know if I had an unlimited budget, I I, I know I could do it. Um, and then you could follow like a player. Just click over to a different. I mean, game. literally, mm-hmm. like you know, you have eight different streams, and you're like, you know what? I want to follow uh, Bowen, and I'm just going to follow him and and see how he does in his groupings. Or let's say I'm covering Fishtails, but you're really interested in Attack from Mars. You don't want to watch Fishtails. You just want to watch. Attack from Mars all day. Well, you're just going to switch to that machine, mm-hmm. and you can just watch players play. Gosh, that sounds so mm. cool. So, yeah. so these are things that I've kind of been stirring in my head, and it comes back to manpower, time, and money. I'm just one guy. It's for me. It's it's very hard for me to ask for volunteers. I'm mm-hmm. kind of, and it's not that I'm selfish. I actually, I I would take the help, uh, but. You know, I also know that people's time is valuable, and you know, um, 
I, I don't have the money to pay people because I'm not even making any money on this. Right. Um, a lot of the equipment that I've purchased through over the years is just out of a passion of production and creation. Mm. Um, I have made a little coin when it comes to our the Minecraft podcast that I did because I had something called a Patreon where people can support you directly. Yep. We've got one of those oh, too. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, but but at the same time, all those funds went directly into the server. Right. It, I, I right didn't back take into a, the machine. It went back into things, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, maybe someday I might launch something. Uh, but in the meantime, I I want to show the put the proof in the pudding and, and show people before before I ask for money or ask for do, uh, for equipment donations or your time. I want to show you it's not wasted. Totally. So I'm going to set up everything, show you what can be possibly done. And then, you know, if you want to support, awesome. Word. Well, uh, on that note, I want to uh, talk about somebody who's supporting us, and then we're going to play a game. Sure, that sounds great. Uh, I like games. Yeah, this is uh, our second episode in a row where we are sponsored by Nitro Pinball. Uh, you spoke Tommy, a lot. Yeah. yeah, you spoke a lot about Marysville and that uh, uh, another castle uh, location where they have a showroom, I yeah. believe. Is that correct? It's amazing. I have not been up there yet. What? Can you tell us? Tell us a little bit about how cool it is. Okay, so so first off, taking the machines out of the equation for a moment. Okay, uh, you know Anthony empty and room. Eric okay. and all these guys okay. up. Yeah, the empty room. Sorry, but, <laughs> yeah, but they have loads. Uh, so this is definitely a place for adults. Um, so there there are two parts of another castle up in Varys Mill. There's the retail store where you can go and actually they have about twelve to fifteen pinball machines and it's open to all mm. ages and you can buy used games and that sort of thing. Cool. But then you got the Nitro showroom and the uh, the arcade edition next door mm-hmm. and there you have uh, an incredible bar with i think what 12 or 15 beers on tap and uh some old classic games sprinkled in there but the the magic of this place is the nitro pinball showroom where they have the latest and greatest pinball machines all new mm. 50 cents per play Ooh. that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> but these are machines not only you can play but you can buy. And so, you know, they had TNA there and dialed in and the Hobbit and the Spider Man remake. For a while, they had right? Alien a little while until, you know, right. we all know what happened to them. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you have all these great games um, and it's, they're all new. They're all t- kept in top, top shape. And for me, it's kind of weird too because that's the same exact space where the Northwest Pinball Championships right, were, right. exactly where the pinball machines were uh-huh. before. I uh, couldn't like when I saw a picture of it, I was like, "Holy smokes! Like that place looks incredible now." Yeah, and I, I didn't know it's very hard for people, uh, especially in the Seattle and, and Point South area, to venture all the way up to Marysville. Sure. But if you're in the Northwest, it's it, you, it's a stop. It's I mean, a like the Seattle mm-hmm. Pinball Museum's a stop. Shorties, just because of their originality. But I, I really feel that the Nitro Pinball place is a, is a stop because if you want to play the latest, newest games, this is where you go. And, and if you, you find all of them. And you <laughs> can find them all in one place. You can try them out. And then if you're interested in buying, Tommy's great. And, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of pinball resellers out there, uh, but Tommy makes it a point to offer not only a, a great machine experience, but great customer service totally. and, and just a guy that really is passionate about pinball as much as you are. So. That's, I've got that written right here on the screen in front of me. <laughs> Tommy, is, Tommy is passionate about pinball. Nitro yes. Pinball, they they will take care of you. Thank you, Jace. That was, yeah. you, you that just was did the work for us. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Unintentional <laughs> commercial spot. But no, yeah, Absolutely. Tommy's great. And actually, he uh, he provided uh, the, the Attack from Mars that we had at the seminar. Oh, nice. Uh, which, was, which was great. Uh, 
And I love these new remakes. Uh, you know, they attack yeah, from our remakes great, and Medieval they? Madness. And they offer, uh, from a technical perspective, uh, an HDMI output. So I took that uh, Ooh, that DMD directly into the stream, so it looked wow. good. You know, so that's I incredible. I don't. Did you not watch? No. You got oh, no, I saw. I saw part of it. Okay, yeah, it does yeah. look really, really good. But yeah, the, we got the DMD directly into the computer. I just thought it was editing on back no, end. No, that was all real time. Wow, that's, that's really, really cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah, it worked out well. Cool. Well, yeah, check out uh, the Nitro showroom in Marysville. If you find yourself in the suburbs of Vancouver, you can find them in Abbotsford as well. Yeah, Yeah, thank you again, uh, Nitro Pinball and Tommy for uh, sponsoring us here. And uh, Kayla, second episode in a row, made a name that game for us. I sure did. Oh, I'm so happy about it. Now, instead of switching this time, I think I'll just... just turn the monitor? uh, Yeah, well, I mean, we we don't actually see... Anything aside from just hitting the uh, play and pause. You see waveforms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll just try to, to ride it if that works. That sounds great. Yeah. I put about a second of a uh, downtime in between. About a second? Okay. And I'll I tried try to it make with it pretty my eyes tight. Close then. at home so that, like, when I pause, like, if I wanted to see, all right, when the sound's over, pause, and there was no overlap for the next sound. Excellent. Great. Uh, Chase, you're familiar with he- Name That Game? No. Can, okay. you, can you refresh me here? So the na- name of the game of Name That Game is that we're going to play sound clips from one machine. Okay. Multiple sound clips. They're going to start out hard, and they're going to get easier as it progresses. You're welcome to make a guess after each sound. You know, even um, wrong guesses are good guesses because it eliminates a game. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. No but penalty But you can also just not wrong. guess anything if you don't feel confident about it. Okay. Um, yeah. And so since Kayla designed the, the Name That Game for us this time around, that means that you and I are competing. All right. So we're, we're competing against each other, but we're mostly competing against ourselves yeah, here. Fair enough. So uh, I, I've got a piece of paper here and a pen for you. So that way we can make guesses and, uh, and have them be you. discreet. So if yeah. one of us gets it, the other one can t- continue guessing. Discreet ah, degree. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a column. Yeah, right. Yeah, you should be ready to go there. <laughs> oh, my sister and I always joked when we were kids, like, we have to start a greeting cards business. Uh-huh. Yeah, hasn't quite happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. There is. All right, Chase, are you ready? I, I think so. Kayla, am yeah, I ready? I'm, I think so. You look ready. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, is there a pen in your hand? Uh, it's right here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm left-handed, and that's also the same one that I'm yeah, going to use to I know hit that space bar. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. H- here we go. Oh, quite quiet. Yeah. Let's see if we can fix that. Um, so quiet. I will boost something here. It needs more gigawatts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. More power. Wrong one. Click, click, click. All right, let's give that one more shot. And here we go. That's better. Hmm. Oh, I, think <laughs> I, know, I think I know that sound, but yeah, it's very familiar. I uh, can we, can I hear it again? Sure. But after this, it gets a little bit more difficult to go back. But oh, yeah. you know, I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get it one more time. I've got kind of an approximate era in mind, but here okay. we go. Hmm. Uh. Just something to get the wheels turning. Uh, I'm running into this issue where I mean it's an unfair advantage for me to remember what we've done in the past anyway. So it's I mean I know I'm probably is... wrong here, but I mean I this is 
is not that. Okay. Both right. of you are wrong. Okay. Right. All right, cool. Yeah. Still in it. All right. Good. <laughs> All right. Here comes the next one. Hmm. Oh, they're short and brutal. There are a few longer clips. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to guess on that one. That's fine. I, I, mm-hmm. I just... I, it's like name that tune. Yeah. You know, I could name that machine in seven notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough uh, one. This is definitely wrong, but I'm going to guess it anyway. Nope, that's not it. But okay. wouldn't it be amazing if one of those guesses when you're like, this is absolutely wrong, and you're, I'm like, that's it? And you're like, yeah, you're yeah. a winner! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sound number three? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know that. Isn't that a magical sound? Oh, <laughs> this is killing me. I absolutely know that sound. It's something I haven't played that long ago. I can't guess. It's so hard. I, yeah. I, uh, ah, we start to think about those the sound of the music. Yeah. And then it kind of pit, like narrows down the era. Yeah. Uh, it's not this, and I think we've done this before, but I'm going to write it down anyway. It is not that. Okay. You're in the right. So let me see house. those guesses. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share notes after. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm, I'm, I'm not guessing like multiple times because it's like. Ah. Right. Yeah. I guess that is a, a neat thing that I don't know if people are interested in to see, find out what the wrong answers people guessed were. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. We I like, I like uh, revealing yeah. them at the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes we've done that a few times in That's the past, true. but uh, yeah, I like doing that element of it. Uh, okay. Here's sound number. What is it? Four? Yes. Okay. Four. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I feel like as a, nah, I don't know if I should say this. I mean, I, I don't want, I can't say that. Uh, mm. I mean, there's no prize on the line. No, I know. <laughs> Besides bragging rights. Yeah, <laughs> this is tough. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling the era that it is in. Yeah. But that's about it. And the the manufacturer, like I, I feel like I can pin that down mm-hmm. more than the actual title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this uh, this is not right. I'm just gonna write it down anyway. I'm just gonna keep saying that after, for every one of these. <laughs> I read it totally wrong, but no, that's not it. <laughs> I was there's, like, there's some strange letters on this yeah. page. I apologize. <laughs> Chase, you gonna make a guess? I, I, you know, I'm still not making a guess. Okay, I, uh, I've made just the one. Fair enough. Yes. All right. Here we go. I think I might know. Oh, boy. There's pen to paper happening. This is good. No, they oh, are in the right ballpark. It's around that yeah, time period. Yeah. That was one of Graham's guesses, too. They both, they both guessed Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, Okay. <sighs> Okay. Uh, Same technology. <laughs> um, and then shoot. <laughs> just because um, you, I don't know if you listened to the last one, but I did mousing around the last game. Oh, okay. So this is kind of like a. Ah. Uh, okay. Graham has that advantage of knowing that it's not mousing around. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a a title for a game that I can see in my head, but oh well. Okay, here we go. 
So the last sound in this um, game is going to reveal the name of the game. So okay, just don't fret. <laughs> we'll eventually get there. Um, I think we've done this one before, but I, I just can't shake this general. Uh, not that one. Yeah, but I didn't think so. That's a little bit sure in the wrong direction. I'm not sure we have direction. done that one before. I think we have, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll we'll ch- we'll go to the yeah the archives. Yeah, the archives. <laughs> I, I I'm lost. Okay, okay. let's. It's keep... gonna get better. <laughs> it gets better. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh man, I'm just kicking myself. I know it's really. Re- can... I'm so glad I'm not in your position. Ah. <laughs> uh, I... I... Making an attempt here. Yeah, I'm going to make an attempt. It's cool. just a shot in the dark. That's fine. I think this is the name of it, but I'm not sure. You got it right. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm absolutely sure it's not this. No, it's not that. Okay. Oh, so from I this feel point so on, vindicated. Like, right <laughs> you're welcome to say your answers out loud from here. Now. All right. Well, I'll just, I'll just uh, reveal what I've guessed. Um, they're... All not quite there. Anyway, <laughs> Funhouse, Hurricane, Whirlwind, Earthshaker, Whitewater, No Good Gophers. Okay. Uh, all right. I only only had three guesses. My first guess was Totan, and then uh, then it was Hurricane. And then you won't reveal the next right. one. Well, no, yeah. then I, uh, I was going to say Comet, uh, but then I got it. I, I almost wrote down Comet as well. Yeah. But then the 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 music I that was definitely not a comment because I mm. think that that's older. But yeah. But yeah, there. Very you go. impressive. Okay. Thank Here you. we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I knew there was a car. <laughs> I'm getting to speak on. Oh, uh, what is it? Is it called, just called Game Show? Yeah, Ballet yes! Game. Game Show. All right, <laughs> cool, 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 now cool. Now play the last one. Okay, here we go. And? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, well done, Chase. I bet your sense well, he does ge- geek um, gamer TV. It's like oh, the, thank you. Know, mm. I like, so I like staying in theme. This game is interesting to me because the only reason why I even know about this game mm-hmm. is Kyle Seller picked one up, and it's got that unique wicked ramp that comes back to the flipper, mm-hmm. and it, his was kind of bent in a weird way, so the ball kept falling off. But oh, no. but I but I remember the uh, like it was starting to come with me. I was like, wait a minute, that and, and pilot yeah. finally popped in. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard when you have the just little snippets oh, of the sound. Oh, man, that was difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice work, Kayla. Well, thank you. Oh, Good boy. job to you guys, too. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think that about wraps it up for us here. We just uh, hit past the hour mark, so let's do plugs. Sweet. Chase, what would you like to plug? Well, I guess I'll plug uh, Geek Gamer TV. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> geekgamer.tv <laughs> uh, is the main website, but we're also on Facebook. Uh, just do a search for Geek Gamer TV. Uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash geekgamertv. Also on the Twitters, at geekgamertv. Mm-hmm. Um, and for personal following knowledge, uh, I'm on the Twitters there, at Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. But, uh, oh yeah, and of course, Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash geekgamertv. So basically, if you do a Google search for Geek Gamer TV and the platform that you're kind of looking for, you'll you'll find something. Fantastic, yeah. I, I was very impressed that you got at Nunes. You just swooped in uh, <laughs> early enough. It. 
mm-hmm. for that. Well, it's it's a double-edged sword uh, because... I saw this. Go ahead and tell the listener. All right, so about a year and a half ago, and if you head over my Twitter page, I have a permanent link, or you can go to NunesVersusNunes.com. So NunesVSNunes.com. And this is not Andrew Nunes, by the way. Mm-hmm. There's this Congress uh, guy down in California. His name's Devin Nunes. <laughs> and uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, he did this political stunt where he went to the president with some information. And uh, a lot of people were pissed off about it. I mean, loads. And no one really knew this guy until then. And everybody, what do you do when you're pissed off? You go on Twitter and you mm-hmm. vent. <laughs> and instead of tagging him, they tag. Everybody was tagging me. Wow. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there there were there were a few uh, articles that were done across the across where GeekWire here locally did an article about me. Um, and then my local news station uh, that I work at, which is uh, Channel Four, Como Four. Uh, did a story, a big two-minute block, and it was a lot of fun, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. So just think of the power you had. For a moment, you know? <laughs> well, it <laughs> got me too. the verified check mark. So oh I, man, so look I, at that! I am That's verified impressive. on Twitter. Yeah, right. oh, I just need to be mistaken for somebody. That's, That's right. <laughs> well, and if if y'all are interested in seeing that uh, two-minute news piece, it's the pinned tweet at uh, at Chase's uh, Twitter. Yeah, uh, Nunes versus so. Nunes actually gets you right there too. Hashtag Nunes versus Nunes. That's right. Cool. Um, oh, and also uh, when I was looking up uh, your online presence, for whatever reason, uh, one of the main things that came up was uh, a tweet of yours from earlier in the year where you said that you wish Seattle had an Aussie Rules football yeah. team. Yeah. Did you know that we do technically have one? What? Yep. And I was excited to share that news with you. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, uh, I, I am stoked because like Fox Sports, uh, like two or something, or Fox Sports World or whatever, they uh, they show footy, uh-huh. and I am like, this is great. I love watching <laughs> this. Uh, it's always been fun. It's a pretty cool sport. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's uh, Seattle Grizzlies. They are the wow. Yeah, they're the U.S. Aussie Rules football team for Seattle. So check them out. I just wanted to be a referee, honestly. <laughs> I mean, th- they're in the back there. They're doing the stick them up. You know, it's so much. It's so cool. Yeah, it's a great sport. My uh, my my ex uh, lived in Melbourne for a while, and her team was the Richmond Tigers. And I uh, last year set up a, a stream for her to watch the championship, Aww. and when which they won. So that That's was amazing. very very nice vindicating moment for her. And she's like, "I wish I was back there so I could Aww. celebrate with my friends." Oh, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Kayla plugs um let's see i have uh my friend jordan started a podcast called loud dark room it's about diy punk and uh people that make it happen i was on episode number five if you want to check that out and then upcoming i interview him for his own podcast so that's coming, hmm. that's coming out soon too Very and cool. uh, i'm still doing razor cake podcasts you can find me there and writing for, uh feature length articles and reviews for razor cake and new noise that's what I got. Sweet. That's uh, that's great. That's a lot. Uh, always staying busy. Uh, I don't think I have any personal plugs, so I'm just going to run down the Skillshot plugs. Yes. Uh, you can always subscribe, rate, and review us. We'd love to get some reviews. It's been a minute. You know, it's been a minute since we've even asked, so that's kind of on us. But mm-hmm. now it's up to you. Um, that can really help us. Uh, but, of course, you can sc- subscribe anywhere that you subscribe to iTunes. Um, you can find us officially living, like hosted on the web at soundcloud.com slash skillshot Seattle. Of course, skill-shot.com is the home for Skillshot straight up. You can write to us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Skillshot. You can find us uh, on Facebook at Skillshot Seattle, I want to say. So. You'll yeah. find us there if you haven't already. And Skillshot Pincast as well. 
Um, Patreon, we do have the Patreon. That is patreon.com slash skillshot. We really appreciate y'all giving. We'd love to get more of you. And last but not least, I want to talk a little, just momentarily about how we we had our new format come out. And uh, it mostly had really positive feedback Mm -hmm. uh, and some good constructive feedback, too. We just had a meeting talking about what the next one's going to look like. It's going to be even more ambitious. We're really excited to share it with you guys in a couple months. Nice. Yeah. We are listening to the readers and things that you want are coming back. (laughs) Yes. And some things will just get bigger and better that you haven't even dreamed of. Right. All right. I'm really excited. (laughs) Anything else? coming in October. Uh, Yes, October. Actually, I just want to say thanks for uh, having me over. Thank you so much for being. I really do appreciate it. And, you know, I I know it kind of turned into the the Chase Nunes uh, pinball story. Yeah. That's (laughs) what we want from a guest. I I didn't (laughs) know that was going to happen, but that's totally cool. Uh, But, yeah, I'd love to be back someday and then talk more pinball. It's loads of fun. Thank you. That sounds wonderful. And we can't wait. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.